Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the Awakening Empty Nester podcast. We are so pleased you can join us in today's show. I am Michelle. And I am Mark, your host of this podcast, a show that was designed for you, the Awakening Empty Nester. In this series, we will be bringing you a whole range of inspiring insights, heart-filled stories and conversations with truly amazing people. People just like you. People who have navigated through their own challenges, lessons and opportunities. People who have transitioned to living a life of deeper experience, heart-filled contribution and consistent awakening and growth. Find out how they are all living with what we call a strong ECG life pulse. Let's discover more as we dive into this episode. Whether you're an empty nester or not, we trust you will enjoy today's show. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Awakening Empty Nester podcast. We appreciate you listening in. We are really looking forward to this conversation. Today, as we record this podcast, it is the 14th of April 2020. What an interesting yet wonderful time in the world right now. An opportunity for reflection, a time to reset our internal GPS, and a time to be simply conscious. Yes, we're very, very excited to welcome our friend Pete Craig joining us from the UK. Pete's a father of two and an empty nester himself and with an amazing amount of experience in the business and entrepreneurial world, Pete is a deeply insightful and intuitive coach and consultant. For 30 years, he's delivered extraordinary results within multiple niches for his own businesses and for those of other visionary leaders as well. He does this by first understanding the person and seeing their own unique inner genius, their full potential, and powerfully reflecting it back to them so that they can accelerate their potential, their growth, and impacting both personally and within their businesses. We're excited to hear more about Pete's current project in today's call, but let's get to know the man himself. First of all, thank you, Mark and Michelle, for inviting me to join the podcast. And uh, yeah, hello to everyone who's listening. Uh, It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, life in the UK. Um, for perhaps the first time in history or in the history of humanity, um, life in the UK is pretty much the same as life in every other country around the world, which um, you know, for me is a, is a mind-blowing kind of thought, concept. You know, we are all united mm. you know, by a set of circumstances and by you know, one very unique challenge. 100%. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, it, it is unprecedented, that's for sure. Tell us a bit more about yourself, Pete. Sure. So, you know, born in the UK, um, pretty much most of my life has been spent in the UK, bar a three-year period where we lived in Cyprus. But essentially, you know, I've been I've been in business or I've, as an owner, operator, or a kind of C-suite exec for thirty years. Um, I started at uh, the age of eighteen as one of the youngest nightclub managers in the UK, uh, managing nightclubs and uh, and leisure um, leisure facilities. Um, and since then have worked across the board with recruitment companies, um, manufacturing businesses, uh, security companies, events businesses, uh, global events businesses, marketing companies, fintech businesses, technology startups, you, you name it. I've, uh, 
I've pretty much experienced it or been involved in it in some way, shape or form, either with it being my own business, um, one that I'm working for or one that I'm advising or, or coaching the owners of. Yeah, wow, nice. that's a lot of different businesses. And gosh, you must have had many years on the planet already, Pete, by the sounds of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, you know, it kind of makes it makes me sound and makes me feel very old, um, especially when I when I look back and I realize that my first like forays into business were at the time when the internet had only just started and mobile phones had only just been released. And right. when I say mobile phones, I mean you know the big brick yeah. uh, oh, thing yes. with, with the <laughs> With the receiver on the top, uh-huh. which uh, I'd imagine most of your listeners will remember as well. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I do remember those. I didn't have one of those, but a good mate of mine did. It was an amazing piece of equipment, yeah. wasn't it? You think back there, it's like carrying Absolutely. around a briefcase. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, and that was the foundation for you know, my philosophy around life and around business. And that is that you know, it's, it's about communication and connection first. Yeah, when you think about how people do business these days and how youngsters perhaps yeah, are doing business, they've never had to pick up a phone, make an appointment, get in their car, drive to someone else's office, sit down and have a face-to-face meeting with them in order to get business. Mm. Um, you know, everything is done at such a fast pace you know, through the internet using technology like this, mm-hmm. uh, using email, you know, transactions are done online. That didn't happen. You know, all those years ago. And actually what you had to rely on was your ability to understand and your ability to communicate. Yes. Yeah. And perhaps most importantly, one thing that I realize a lot of people forget is to listen. And more and more these days, I see that people don't actually listen yes. uh, to what's being said. We're, we're just waiting for that moment for us to talk, for uh, us to be able to talk again, mm. instead of deeply understanding what it is the other person's saying. And in some cases, there's no need to respond. Yeah, and that's how I that's how I work within my coaching business is that it's about listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and listening and in deeply listening, what you see is you see the pieces that are missing. Mm-hmm. And you see the cracks and that those cracks are the places where you need to dive in. Right. But if all you're doing is thinking about, okay, so what's the next question I'm gonna ask? Then you don't see those. Yes. And it's those things that allow people to have massive breakthroughs mm-hmm. and to accelerate you know, their growth or to think far bigger than they've ever thought before to transcend their current level thinking. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. And 100%, mate. We see that a lot, don't we? Communication is such a powerful skill and it's a skill that we have definitely lost over the years. So it's an amazing thing to do. Have you always been into coaching? You said you've been supporting people and I've noticed you've worked with uh, Virgin as a startup as well. Is that right? Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm a kind of voluntary mentor for um, the Virgin startup uh, group. So in, here in the UK, I don't know whether you have it in Australia as well, uh, but there's a program called the Startup Loan Program, which is basically government-backed and it allows small businesses to get access to funding at very low interest rates in order to grow their businesses. And there are lots of companies that run those. Virgin are one of them. So Virgin um, run the Virgin Startup Loan Company. But what I love about how they do it is they insist that every person that takes a loan from them mm-hmm. has an experienced business mentor for the first 12 months. Right. And so that's the role that I step into. And I get matched with you know, people who have challenges within specific areas where I've got some expertise. Yes. And then I give my time voluntarily to work with those business owners to help them grow their businesses. Amazing. Is part uh, of your expertise to to bring out the inner genius of each of those entrepreneurs? Yeah, I think it's, it's about allowing them to see 
um, see things that they're not seeing themselves. You know, we, we all have moments in time where we, we're head down. And when you're head down constantly, you know, especially in startups, that's, <laughs> that's where you spend 95% of your time. Mm-hmm. When you're head down, you miss so much. Yes. Yeah, so my role as a coach is, to, is just to get them to stop, you know, to look up and actually to, to see other opportunities and to help them see things or see angles that they haven't perhaps tried within their own business or within their own thinking and just explore that with them and let them, it's not about telling them what to do. It's about letting them have the light bulb moment about, wow, yeah, that would work. Mm, It's much more empowering, isn't it? For them to find the answer, the solution within them. And I love how you said, look up and that several meanings, doesn't it? You know, to look up away from, being in the depths of your detail, but also means a lot for communication, looking up from your mobile phone. I just can see that. Yeah. If everybody looked up for a few more minutes a day, there'd be a lot more eye contact, a lot more connection, communication would be a, a much um, much easier world, I think, much more much more personal world. There's another level to that as well, which is uh, you know, whether you're religious, you know, whatever you whatever you think of, whether it's God, whether it's universal consciousness, whether it's collective conscious, whatever that t- Gaia, whatever that term is, mm. yeah, actually looking up is also looking up, you know, to the heavens. So you know, with your feet grounded in mm. in Mother Earth yep. and your eyes turned upwards, you know, mm. towards far- Grandfather Sky, yeah, then you know, you have true connection That's to. Right like the universal knowledge, the universal wisdom that we all have the ability to tap into, but we don't because we're too focused on, you know, this, this false, if you like, false reality, Mm. man-made reality. Absolutely. And I'd like to dive into that a little bit more into the, the spiritual awakening that you've gone through as well. But one insight that I just saw there as well is that the link between focusing on business, having a business discussion, you know, focusing on your business and putting so much thought and concentration in the business detail, how related that is to your life as well. And people, our listeners, empty nesters have gone through their life. The majority, what we find is they get to that age, you know, and we all hear about this midlife crisis where they've for a number of years they've been focused on work, kids, you know, the grind, doing the things they needed to do. And when the kids have gone, it's like, it's time to breathe. It's time mm-hmm. to look up. What's next? Yeah. What do I do? So that I can see there's a, a, a cool um, reflection and analogy there as well. So thanks for, thanks for that. Tell us a bit more about the spiritual side of things. We're particularly interested in that ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the link between that spiritual awakening and awakening to self and how that has reflected in your life and any transitions that you may have gone through. Sure. So the first thing I'll say is that in, in, a, in a lot of ways, you know, we, we do a disservice by putting labels on things. You know, so you know, calling something a spiritual awakening, I think, gives the wrong impression to a lot of people. Right. When actually what, what we're doing, that spiritual awakening and what we're actually doing is we're reconnecting with ourselves. You know, this is nothing more, you know, the spirituality is nothing more than a reconnection mm. with, with you mm-hmm. and an understanding that you are everything. Yeah. You are the table that I'm leaning on. You're the wind, you're the sun, you're the sky. You're all of those things. Mm. Yes. And it's the reconnection and the realization that that 
has happened. Mm. You know, we're, we're ultimately creators. You know, we were born creators, but yes. we've lost the ability to create. Yeah. And you only create by coming back to that place. Um, the, we talked a little bit before we started about Ho'oponopono. Yes. Mm. And within Ho'oponopono, they talk about there being these three levels, which is call it base level, which is when you're blind. Yeah, and that's pure because you don't see anything. So there's no judgment. And that's when, that's when you are source. That's when your essence, that's when you're God, whatever the fr- term you want to give to it. The next step down from that is, is inspiration. And that inspiration comes from consciousness, comes from God. Yeah, and that's when you see the opportunities and you can see the wonder of life. The step beyond that, which is where most of us live, is in memory. Mm. And, and our block is always our memories. Is our, so our memories you know, create our thoughts and all of those things trigger together. So we make judgments based on our memories of something that's happened before. Mm-hmm. Now, if we're, making, if we're making judgments on something that's happened five years ago, the circumstances that you're in right now are completely different to they were five years ago. So why take any notice of that memory and let that memory judge how you move forward? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's an important distinction to make is that, Absolutely. yeah, actually, yeah, this is, this is not about kind of going and sitting in some, in some cave in, uh, in the Himalayas and meditating and taking yourself away from everything. It's just about going inside and reconnecting with who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think this is, this brings us to the, you know, the idea of the, uh, the kind of midlife crisis and mm-hmm. uh, you know, perhaps what a lot of empty nesters experience, which is, okay, so I've done all of these things. Kids are now gone. Um, I'm working less hours or maybe I'm retired. What do I do now? Because the reality is what's happened is over the years, as well as all those thoughts and all those memories that have, we've been conditioned to, what's also happened is we've built up masks. Mm-hmm. We wear masks in order to allow ourselves to fit in in the industry or the business that we're working in. So straight away, we've got these preconceptions that if I want to be taken seriously in this industry, this is how I have to behave. And that's a mask. The way we talk and how much we talk Mm -hmm. is also a way of masking who we really are. So when you get to that point where you're perhaps having that midlife crisis or where you're you're perhaps, you know, the kids have gone and you're, you're looking back, it, it isn't, there's nothing more to do than to remember who you were. Mm-hmm. I like to look at this from the perspective of as a child, you know, we've all had dreams and that dream is a spark as a child. And then as you get a little bit older, that spark starts to fade because all of a sudden you're pushed to you know, take a certain path of education to get a job. You know, then you perhaps find the love of your life. You get married, you have children and that part of you gets lost because actually what you're now doing is you're looking for references. Okay. So now I'm about to be a father. What does being a father mean? Right. And you use references to the people around you or to your father and you create yourself in that image. So there's a mask again. And each one of those is taking you further and further away from that spark. And that spark is your purpose in life. And if you think about it and you really think about what, you know, what is it that lit me up when I was young? What are the things that really kind of got me excited that really made me think that's what I want to do for the rest of my life? If I could do that, I'd be so happy. So your, your role kind of as you get to that point is actually to try and look back and think about what that spark is. And gradually by sharing it with other people 
And by making it real within your own mind, you know, this is, this is where, you know, we're creators. You know, we, we bring ourselves up to a, by, by the thoughts, by the language that we use, by the way we conduct ourselves, we raise our energy frequency. And then we put out a different frequency that allows us to tap into one of the endless possibilities of life. If we talk about quantum physics, uh, the endless possibilities that are available. Mm -hmm. The only reason we haven't experienced them until, until now is because we weren't vibrating at the right level. We were vibrating at the level of the mask we created. Mm -hmm. So by realizing what that is and starting to, starting to create that within yourself, that spark starts to become a flame again. And then as you fan that flame a little bit more and a little bit more and you become open about it and you talk to people, you communicate with people, you start to share in the way that you always wanted to share, that you know is the way that you should share, then that becomes a roaring fire. And once that becomes a roaring fire, then you've, you're at purpose again. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us how, share with our listeners how you have overcome the fear of removing a mask and maybe removing the identity that you feel comfortable in. Because that seems to be a lot of people's fear. They want something, mm. but they're too scared to go there because it, they will lose who they think they are. Yeah. It's been, it's all for conform. You know, we put these masks on to conform, don't we? We were having a discussion with one of our other guests the other night on this exact same thing. And it's, it's amazing that it, we're talking about it because it's so common. It's common in everybody, isn't it? The, these masks, and I love your analogy, Pete, these masks that come on, but they are just these, these things that just stop us from being our true self. Mm. Um, it, I mean, it is a difficult one. You know, it isn't easy. And the challenge is most people aren't prepared. Most people's desire to want to change is not strong enough. So there isn't a strong enough reason for them to want to put themselves through that pain. So, you, you know, you'll know as, as coaches yourselves, you know, we um, will do more to avoid pain than we will to go towards pleasure. Yes. Yeah, it's inbuilt yes. within us. You know, yes. we will always do more to escape pain. So to actually get past your, your mind thinking, when your mind is telling you that, why would you want to do that? That's going to be painful. To break through that and realize that actually what's beyond that is, is much more beautiful. You need to be ready and you need to want to change. You know? and, it, and it's not something that I don't think you ever overcome completely. We're always, there's always another mask. There's always another fear. There's always something else that you need to break through. The key to it is actually understanding what those fears are, de-rationalizing those fears in your mind, and then observing when those fears appear. So if you can, once you understand what those fears are, then you can start to think about, okay, so when do those fears come in? So you know, it might be that you're, you're afraid of being, not being taken seriously. You know, if you're a serious businessman, you're afraid of not being taken seriously and losing credibility. And as a result, losing friends, which ultimately comes back to being lonely and being alone. Mm. And not being loved. Which is, yeah, which is the core, which is what most fears come back to. Most people fear just not being loved and being alone yep. at, the, the, at the deepest level. Absolutely. So, so once you understand that, then if you can catch yourself thinking or, or go into that pattern, you know, I'm about to take this step. And then your mind says, no, don't do that because... Here's, here's all the things that could happen off the back of that. 
once you catch that, then you become an observer. And once you're an observer, you realize that, you know, you aren't the mind. The mind is not you. And then you can change it. And you can change it for a thought that is empowering, that does work for you. And once you've changed that thought, and again, you know, this is not easy. It's not a do it once and it's done. It's a practice. Mm. These are things that you have to practice on a daily basis. And yes, it's tedious, uh, but you know, this is the way you change. And isn't this time now where we're all under global lockdown, where a lot of people, not everyone, but a lot of people are not so busy talking to other people, being around other people, having the feedback coming back to them, where they have a time, some time to reflect and to, as you say, become aware of the thoughts and catch them, yeah. catch the thoughts. And being aware of the repetitive ones, the ones that keep them in the same loop, doing the same thing every day, even though they're in a totally different situation right now in the world where we're not permitted to do what we used to do, what are you still continuing to do day after day after day and then complaining about being bored or blaming something else or, or beating mm. yourself up. So take some time to reflect on what you're doing the same as you're doing in the past and decide. At the end of the day, it's each person's decision and choice to decide whether they want to do something different in their life, Some have a new experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I'm personally, I'm loving this lockdown. Mm. So are we. Um, because... <laughs> uh, because you know, what's the way I see this and the way I'm reflecting this back to a lot of my clients is that right now the world's on pause. Mm. Yeah. And if you think about your TV, some, or you, you think about your DVD play, you know, someone's pressed pause on that mm -hmm. um, right now. And so you've got this window of opportunity that is never, ever, I hope, <laughs> going to happen again, mm -hmm. yeah, where there's no pressure. Yes, obviously there's fear. Yeah, and people have yeah. There's people losing businesses, and there's there's lots of. But if those those things you can't control, you cannot control those things. So stop worrying about those things. Identify the things that you can't control and surrender them. Then identify the things you can control. And the reality is, there's very few things that you can control in this life. But once you understand what those things are, then during this period where that pause button's on. It's a time to it's a time to reflect, as we said, yeah. and it's a time to think about. Okay, so what's what what does my life really look like? And it's really highlighting for a lot of people, you know, these masks they're wearing. Mm. And and you've then got a decision to make. When we come out of this, do you just unpress the pause button and try and fit your previous thoughts back into the new reality? Or do you take this as an opportunity to press the reset button yeah. and actually create this kind of coming back to us being creators again, mm. create yourself in a new image, yeah. create a new life, create something that allows you to be you. Mm. And do it from your inner world and not, not because of the external world, because the external world may change at some level, but that doesn't yeah. mean you need to fit into it and just slot yourself into whatever you used to do in the past. Here's, like you say, like you say, Pete, a perfect opportunity to recreate yourself, if you so desire. To take off yeah. the masks yeah. and not put a new mask on, right? Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. hide your truth. Indeed. It isn't easy. You know, I'm going I, I, to repeat that a few times because <laughs> it, it, it isn't easy. No. Yeah, that's, that's the truth. Yeah, um, that's the truth. I mean, even you, if you want to like to share, you, you went into a bit of fear yesterday. Tell us a bit about that. 
I mean, the, the, the funny thing is, um, you know, someone asked me, did I feel, feel fearful? And, you know, the truth is I didn't. Oh, you didn't. Sorry. Um, okay. No. Um, my family did, um, <laughs> but I didn't. Um, so just, just to give it some context, I, in the lounge yesterday, started to feel um, temperature rising, mm-hmm. um, cold, hot, sweats, um, very, very uncomfortable. Um, got up to try and get some air and uh, found myself uh, not passing out, but collapsing uh, to the floor, um, not able to move. Um, and paramedics were called, uh, tested, um, and then I was taken to accident and emergency ward at the, at the local hospital uh, and tested more mm-hmm. um, for uh, about six hours. And obviously, at, you know, at this time, hospitals are not the place you want to go. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's interesting to see, you know, how you know, those hospitals have been quite restructured. Um, you know, the wards have been changed, you know, to accommodate you know, this, uh, this virus. Mm. Yeah, and all credit to the you know to the doctors and nurses they did an amazing job, mm. and they do it continue to do an amazing job. But after you know, numerous testing, you know, chest scans, uh, ECGs, um, blood tests, what I felt like I was being milked um, <laughs> with the amount of, with the amount of blood that they took. Um, you know, the kind of the end uh, at the end of it was almost look, there's there's something showing up in your blood that's an infection, but we don't know what it is. Right. We are trying not to admit people unless they're showing more of the symptoms. Mm-hmm. You appear to be okay right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're going to send you home, uh, but just put yourself into isolation for seven days mm-hmm. and take this as day one. And if the symptoms start to come back at all, you, know, you develop any chest pain, a cough or you know, more sweats, then you know, come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he said, yeah, there's, there's every possibility that this is mild symptoms of you know, COVID-19. Right. Um, but yeah, to come, to come back to the idea of, you know, fear, um, there, there was, as I, as I try and think about it, cause it was asked of me this morning by a friend. Um, yeah, I, I didn't feel fear. Um, I felt yeah, at peace. And what do you attribute yeah. that to? You've got resources and tools that you use. Did you use some life tools that you had developed over the past? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm generally, I'm generally very calm and um, very laid back and very relaxed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not a lot, you know, kind of, you know, really kind of ruffles my feathers apart from man-made um, fears, you know, that come from these masks. Mm-hmm. Th- those are actually more scary than uh, than anything <laughs> that I might have experienced, uh, you know, last night. Yeah. Uh, but I, I actually just dropped into you know the space of Ho'oponopono and uh, and spent you know, most of the time just repeating that, which is, mm-hmm. you know, um, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And it's a practice that on saying it, you might think that it's a, you're apologising for to someone else or to something else. But the way it's, the way it's been shared with me is that this is actually an apology to yourself. It's that you're, you're, you're recognizing yourself as, um, as one, as everything. Mm. So you're recognizing that beauty and you're saying, I love you. Mm. Then you're saying, I'm sorry. And the I'm sorry is a recognition of, I'm sorry that I didn't see that before. Then you're asking for, for forgiveness, which is surrender. And then finally, you're giving gratitude and saying thank you. Mm. 
for allowing me to see that I'm one mm-hmm. and that this is love. Right. Powerful, powerful. And you are becoming certified as a practitioner. It's Yeah, it's, it's something I've played around with for a long time um, and the opportunity came up to certify. So I'm going through that uh, that process, yeah. Wow. Fantastic. Well done. It's a, it's a good thing to be able to pull on these resources and strategies to assist us through these times where we might be tested, whether we're fearful or not. But when we're put in a space where it's outside of our comfort zone, we need to draw on some, some things that help us move forward. One of the things I want to just backtrack on a little bit, Pete, we were talking about Michelle and yourself were talking about now being a fantastic opportunity to really sit back and look where we are, where you are right now. I mean, the three pillars that we that we share in our business, the Dream Architects, is experience, contribution, and growth. And it certainly is an opportunity for people to really look at how do I want to experience life now? I have this opportunity with this this lockdown. How do I want to experience life now? How can I contribute more? And what do I need to learn so that I can experience more and contribute more? So I know, Pete, one of the, your pet projects that you're moving into and you're reigniting at the moment is something you would love to experience a lot more and it certainly is a massive contribution for you and uh, assisting people to, to learn how to grow as well. I'd like to use that as a bit of a segue for you to move into talking about your current project. Sure. So so this is, uh, um, yeah, it's funny. This, uh, this came out of this time, really. Uh, so this is a project that we, uh, myself and uh, business partner, Daniel Wagner, started four years ago yes. and um, launched it at a very different time. You know, um, we had a very different idea of what the business was going to be, of how it was going to interact with the world and how we were going to interact with the world. In, in many ways, it was, it was much more from a place of ego than anything else. Right. Uh, and yeah, us trying to share our knowledge and our wisdom um, on people yeah, and trying to bring businesses into, into a new way of communicating. So helping businesses understand um, you know, conscious communication and doing conscious business. And when I say conscious, you know, there's, there's different kind of meanings you can attach to that. Uh, but actually what we're talking about is not spiritual woo-woo sense of it but but actually just being conscious being conscious of the conversations that you're having the way you're doing business the way you treat your staff so actually being aware is a, is a probably a better term yes so that that was kind of like where we were coming from at that point and uh yeah due to a number of different kind of personal circumstances that got shelved yes and we we've worked together for 10 12 years um on and off on different projects and we we have regular check-ins and actually we have a check-in every this is part of my routine and our routine now is we have a check-in every morning so me him and one of our other team three guys we jump on zoom and we have a check-in and that check-in is you know how are you feeling what's come up for you right now is there anything going on that you want to share and as men yeah i think that's crucial because men typically don't open up and share, you know, women do all the time, but men don't because men, again, that conditioning thing have been brought up not to share. They have to be the strong one and they see sharing and they see, you know, emotion as being a sign of weakness. When actually once you start to lean into it, it's liberating. Mm. 
to be able to sit in a group of group of men who um, you trust and tell them masks gone. This is what I'm feeling and have them not make any judgment just to acknowledge and to hear you. This isn't about, you know, making judgments. This is about acknowledging and just letting yourself be heard. And there's amazing power just in that thing alone. And yeah, so we do that each morning. And it was on one of those calls that we were talking about, you know, different opportunities that were coming up for us. And uh, I just happened to say, look, I said, this feels like Simply Conscious would be a great umbrella for everything that we're talking about. And it kind of just dropped with us that actually, yeah, that was right. And in the space of, and this comes back to, you know, when you do things that are in your, your zone of genius mm-hmm. that are connected with your joy, your deepest joy, things just happen and nothing feels like work. And in the last three weeks, we've worked more. Uh, I personally have worked harder and worked longer hours than I've worked in the last two years on this one project, yet it's not felt like a moment has passed. In the last three weeks to create, you know, not only a you know a website, but you know, social channels, you know, a report, videos, all sorts of things, and start to get clarity on what it is that we want. What is it that we believe? And why is now the right time for that? And how is this you know, important? Really simply conscious is about not saying we've got all the answers because we haven't got all the answers, not as individuals, mm. but collectively we have all the answers we need. So what we believe is that we all have access to inner wisdom and we all have access to our own unique genius. But that right now, all of the things that we've been talking about, you know, like, you know, these masks and and fears and all of these other things have taken us away from that. And this is about supporting people and giving people a safe space to be able to strip those things back and to be able to find out what it is um, that is joy for them. So as they can then live a better life, a life that's more connected with who they are, a life that's less reliant on masks a life that's less judgmental of other people and of yourself. That's so, powerful. so this isn't about us, you know, being the guru. This is about us just openly sharing things that we know have worked for us and that historically over the centuries have worked for other people. And, uh, and then creating the space. We don't see the need to teach or to push. This is about creating a space for these things to happen. Yeah. So the space that we're creating vibrates at a frequency which then allows us to attract the right things. Mm. So our role in this is not a role in this as leaders is to put that energy into that space and maintain that energy and to lead by example. Mm-hmm. And when we lead by example, that gives other people permission to act in the same way. Mm. And the more people that do that, the more we start to create a, a world where people are actually doing what's, what brings joy to them and uh, a world where people connect and collaborate much more because again that's something that you know very similar to you know to the three pillars that you guys work on mm-hmm. you know connect collaborate and create is is how we look at um, everything we do yes. you know there's a connection element which is connection to self but also a connection to others then there's a collaboration element which is you know, just 
looking around and seeing what's seeing what's there and seeing how we can collaborate to create better solutions for living and better solutions for working. And then once you've connected with yourself, first step and you've started to collaborate and access like the collective wisdom, then you've activated your zone of genius, which then means you can create, you're back to being a creator again. So then you can create from, from purity, not just from the perspective of, you know, making a fast buck off someone. Mm-hmm. And of course you know, we need to make money. Yeah, there's no, this isn't, you know, again, this isn't a, a spiritual movement that says, you know, money's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't help anyone unless you, unless you're stable yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have to take care of yourself first. And we recognize that there has to be money mm-hmm. um, in order to create change. Uh, but it's about how you do that. It's about the intent behind what it is that you're doing. That's the important thing. That's so beautiful, Pete. The way it was created through three of you letting go of your masks, being real with one another and something bigger, what you call a second stage of inspiration came through you, no doubt, and created a place, that opening, that clearing for for you to co-create together this this new business, this new this new concept, Simply Conscious, which is not really new, but it's just coming from your heart and coming from Daniel, two of you co-creating together in that space, it makes me tingle, makes me feel goosebumps because I know that what you're creating now is just going to have a, such a beautiful ripple effect on people, you know, people who come in contact with you. So essentially there's a, um, we have a YouTube channel, a Facebook page, Facebook group, Instagram, and this is just a, the Facebook group is a, unlike most groups, uh, it's not about sharing content. It's not about sharing ideas. It's not about promoting businesses. It's a place and we're quite going to be kicking this off ourselves this week. So I talked about, you know, how we need to operate at the right frequency and we need to lead. Mm-hmm. So what we'll be doing is going into that group and actually sharing much like we do in our own little group. Right. We'll actually, after that, we'll be going into the group and actually just sharing individually, right? We've just had our call. This is what I'm feeling. This is what's coming up for me right now. Mm. No need for people to reply. No need for you know, comment unless mm-hmm. people want to or feel pulled to. Mm-hmm. But just creating that space where people can drop in and they can say, this morning, yeah, I feel this. Yeah, this morning, this fear is coming up for me. Or this morning, I feel amazing. Yeah, this thing has happened. This realization has happened. And this is how I feel. So it's about giving people this space nice. to be able to share. And then... If they want to learn, yeah, then you know, the YouTube channel, the website, those are places where we'll have resources, where we'll have quite small little education programs. Many of those will be free. And this is just about giving people a space. It's a container first and foremost. Beautiful, beautiful. So where can our audience connect with you? What is the link to your groups? If you just want to go to simplyconscious.com, mm-hmm. um, then the link to all of the different channels are available on, on that page. Right. Thank you. So one of the things we've noticed when we've gone to the simplyconscious.com is there's a, a PDF that we downloaded and it was titled 10 Ways to Access Your Inner Wisdom and Ignite Your Own Genius. A great document. I had a good read through it and there's some really cool tips there. So if a guest would like to read through that, I'd really encourage them to uh, mm-hmm. to download that. And Pete, do you want to go through a couple of those? We probably don't have time to go through all 10. What are your top sure. three out of that list? 
one thing I will just say as well is there's a there's a free video course that goes along with that as well. Oh, nice. Um, which basically comprises of like a short video and uh, it's it's basically the the book narrated by myself and Daniel. Beautiful. Um, so if people want to actually just listen to it, then they can drop in and they can they can watch the video and listen. And the audio files are also there for them to download if they want to listen to them individually. So fantastic. Um, yeah. And that's, that's all available free. There's no cost to that at all. Um, so the top three, for me, slow down. Yes. And slow down is, is perhaps number one. Um, we live in an extremely fast-paced world, um, and you know, we don't take enough time to you know, slow down, to stop, and to just consider what's going on in the world. Yeah, and take into account everything that's happening. Uh, so, yeah, if there's one kind of piece of advice I would give to people, it's you know think about you know how how does your daily life look? Yeah, and if most of us actually take a moment at the end of each day to look back, you know, up until this uh, this situation happened, and many of us would have been rushing from place to place. You know, up in the morning, shower, breakfast in the car to first meeting to second meeting and it just goes on and on and on until you get home at the end of the day you have some food you have a shower you flop down in front of the settee and then you go in front of the tv and then you go to bed and you get up and you do it all again the next day and that's that's life but actually yeah it's important just to slow down and take in all of life experience all of life yeah it's certainly a great lesson Uh, we're all learning at the moment isn't it so it's a great one we're forced to learn it (laughs) What's yeah, number two? Absolutely. What's number two, my friend? Um, number two um, is get up and out. So change your environment. Nice. Um, I'm a big. I'm a big believer that uh, yeah, by changing your environment, you can actually change your reality. Yeah. Um, the truth is that your environment holds memories, mm-hmm. and those memories vibrate at a certain frequency, and that holds you in a certain space. Mm. So yeah, whenever you feel blocked or whenever you feel challenged. You know, I would, I would encourage people just to acknowledge that, uh, acknowledge that that's happening, and not try and push through it. Mm. Yeah, and perhaps it's a case of just shutting your laptop, um, putting your shoes on, and going out for a walk in, yeah, in nature. Yeah. What you'll find is when you come back to it, you'll be re-energized because you've been reconnected with source. You'll come back and you'll be able to move forward with that again. Mm. Yeah, so actually, yeah, there's changing your uh, changing your environment gives you the ability to change your um, your reality. Mm. Yeah, we love that one. Love it. Number three. And the final one, yes, the final one is get real. Okay. Yeah, this this is this is you know, this is the big one. This is about being unapologetically radically honest with yourself about everything. So if you know, your business is failing and you're broke, admit it. Mm. Yeah, if your relationship is is dying, admit it. Now, no matter how hard those things are, until you face them, until you acknowledge them, until you verbalize them, mm-hmm. you're always going to be held back by them. Mm-hmm. You can never move through something unless you, unless you acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. So getting real is about acknowledging the current situation you're in right now, uh, but it's also about acknowledging who you are and starting to strip back those masks mm-hmm. and actually saying, no, this isn't who I am. And I'll give you a, give you a great example of a moment of realization for this for me. Yes. And I I was training for um, the marathon to Sablers, 
Um, unfortunately, I couldn't do it because I had to have a, an operation, mm-hmm. um, which for those that don't know, it's a 255-kilometer race across the Sahara Desert. Wow. Um, so in, in six days, it's typically an ultra marathon, uh, 30 miles every day, apart from one day, which is a double, so 56 miles Good in a day um, across the Sahara wow. in 55-degree heat. Um, and I was training for that, and I was doing some hill runs. Mm-hmm. And had my headphones in, I was running up the hill and then running back down again. And it started started to rain. And I got to the bottom of the hill and the the rain just started to pour down. And in that moment, I suddenly felt connected to who I really was. And before I knew it, I actually found myself just dancing in the middle of the the road uh, to myself, to the music in the rain. And that for me was actually, a, it really kind of like made me realize how far away from me I'd been. Mm. Yeah, because that was me. Wow. That was me being open, being free, being joyful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with no, with no fear about how people would perceive me. Mm-hmm. In that moment, I felt joy. And I celebrated that joy. And, and that for me, you know, was you know, a real, a real kind of wake up. And it reminds me all the time, you know, I keep thinking back to that. That's, that's, that's you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then when you have these moments where you're thinking, you know, something different, you know, ask yourself the question, you know, am I being real? Am I being honest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you can use little moments like that to anchor back and, yes. and use as a reference. Yeah, and I look back on that and I think actually what I've just said is in is in so far away from where I was at that moment. Right. So this can't be real. Yes. Yeah. And then I look at what it is that's making me not making that not real. Mm-hmm. And then I'm able to kind of strip that back and peel that back and get to a point where I can then move forward again. Do you remember the music you danced to that day? Um I think um it was BB Rexa. Right. Okay. I don't remember the song, but it was BB Rex's album. Would okay. it trigger if you put it on? Do you think it could trigger you back to that place, like really deeply into that place again, or can you access um, that now quite easily? I mean, I can access it just visually. Yeah. Just, just that yeah. moment and yeah. that feeling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Amazing. Yes, I'm sure we all have had some moments where we felt absolute joy or love or peace and sometimes we just dismiss it as just something that just happened but it's they're so important aren't they they're so so important to to value them and to to repeat them because that's what life is about mm. love joy peace and passion. it's the simple things mm. those simple yeah. things so yeah that's yeah. fantastic yeah. cool very good story uh, I mean one last point I'd like to share with um, with everyone that's listening is that it's never too late either mm. you know, don't you know just because you know we reach a certain age you know, it doesn't mean that it's too late to change it doesn't mean that you can't do the things that you wanted to do it's never too late absolutely that's a yeah. yes from me you know, and a well, yes from Mark yeah. and what we are 49 50 and 51 here sitting here so never too late never too late <laughs> You know, and this again, yeah, it's um, those, those it's too late or I can't change you know, are just, you know, fear-driven, you know, kind of beliefs. You know, they, they aren't true. And if you look behind them, 
you know, what you'll find is just a, um, a very thinly veiled fear um, of something that just isn't real. And you know, the reality is um, life's too short. Absolutely. You know? uh, and I was reminded of that last night. You know, I, I left the house um, and family were told they couldn't come with me. Uh, so I, I left the house at that moment into the ambulance, into the hospital. And had I had you know, more symptoms, then I would have been admitted. Mm. And who knows when or even if I would ever have seen anyone that I knew or loved again. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, that's the reality. Mm. Yeah, so you know, the moment you think that you, know, you can't do something, just remember how fragile life is. Yeah, and how you know we need to live every moment um, and we need to live much more in the now um, and enjoy each precious second yep. yes well said 100 man I, I, i'm that's an amazing an amazing story and, I, and i've said that a couple of times but that that one there is a very powerful story where you just never know do you you know as you said don't hold yourself back basically if you want something, if you want to experience something, if you want to do something, stop letting fear get in your way because you never know what might happen today, tonight, tomorrow. You never know when your number's up, so get out there and get it done. Get out and experience all you can. Yeah, push through that fear. So I'm, I'm super glad we can have this conversation today, my friend. So you, you know, you're not locked up that hospital, so it's really been really cool to connect with you again. I want to ask you uh, one last question. How would you define an awakened soul? It's, that, that, that's, a, that's an interesting one because it's not a destination. Yeah. And if you speak to, or, or if you read, you know, some of the scriptures from, um, you know, Veda and, uh, Uh, kind of like ancient India, what most of those will tell you is that it isn't a place to get to. Right. Mm -hmm. The awakening is the journey. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the same as meditation. You know, people people say, or people worry about whether they're doing it right. (laughs) They compare the experience of meditation with a friend and then they think, oh, I can't be doing it right because that didn't happen to me. Meditation isn't a destination. It isn't something you achieve. It's something you do. It's a process. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, awakening you know, for me is um, it's just being aware, being aware and being connected with that realization that you are the creator mm-hmm. of your life. You have all the power within you to do anything you want to. The thing that's your enemy as um Dr. Dr. Lin and uh, Joe Vitale, Ho'oponopono say that your enemy is your memory. Mm. Your enemy are your beliefs, your thoughts, mm-hmm. your values that are all preconditioned up until this point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, an awakened person is simply somewhat, we're all awakened. Um, it's just, we aren't in touch with it. Mm. So it's really just a case of stripping everything back and realizing who you are and connecting with that, that source because we are all that awakening is just a journey. Mm, I love that. Every single guest so far has had a different response to that, but I love I love that you've hit the nail on the head for me in terms of the word 
just the word awakened and awakening. And that's why our community is the awakening empty nesters. They're still awakening. We're forever awakening to different possibilities, different experiences, different contribution and we're continually growing. So it's it's not like like you say, it's not a destination. It's a it's a journey. Yeah. So. If you look at life, um, the past is not life. Mm-hmm. Yet most of us live the majority of our, of our lives in the past. Mm-hmm. The future isn't the past, isn't life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's life is now. Right now, yes. And at any at, and every single moment is different. And in every single moment, you are you can become the creator. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an evolving process. So you can never be awakened. You're always just awakening. Yes, that's true. and e- and each that's moment you awaken in a slightly different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it just layers, layers, and layers, and layers, that's right. much in the way that the masks layer. Yeah, yeah you're awakening layers. Yes, uh, yes. but in a uh, in a it, it's a deepening mm-hmm. more than a, a layering. It's a deepening. Yes. Yeah, it's a deepening nice. of understanding. It's a deepening of truth. And it says connection. It's, drop, it's dropping from the mind into the heart. Mm-hmm. Into the body. Yeah. yeah. So when, we, when you talk about a deepening, it's a, it's a dropping of levels from mind to heart. Yeah. Switching off that thinking brain, mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. into the feeling. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic. Yes, so Pete, look, we, we absolutely thank you. We could go on and on, I'm sure, and have a... <laughs> more and more conversation and connection here but we have absolutely loved every single pearl of wisdom that you have shared with us and i'm sure our listeners are saying yes 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 and taking notes hopefully as well but more importantly hopefully they'll take at least one nugget and go and take action in their lives and make some change towards a more awakening life so till we return with our next guest thank you so much pete you have just inspired us as well as our listeners to awaken to removing the mask and to igniting igniting that potential within us that that is so vast and so unlimited so thank you again and to everyone who is listening we hope you too will awaken to deeper experience unconditional contribution and consistent growth and live with a strong ecg life pulse So thank you, Pete. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Mark and uh, Michelle. No worries. Bye for now. This is the Awakening Empty Nester podcast. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard today, share with a friend. And if you have not already done so, please subscribe, rate and review the show on your favourite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments or feedback for us, you can reach us directly at podcast at thedreamarchitects.com. Looking forward to you joining us on our next show. Thank you for listening.